0: hello friends and welcome back to the all things new podcast thank you so much for tuning in for another episode i hope you've had a good week so far i had a nice four-day weekend which was amazing and i really enjoyed it um and i hope that you guys have been having a good week so far as well so today's episode is titled let's talk about modesty not sure how long this episode will be. I have a couple of scriptures and then some thoughts to go along with them, so this may or may not be a two-part series. We'll find out. I'm not sure yet, but we're going to find out. But regardless, um, I definitely wanted to talk about this because it is something relevant to Christian life, um, and I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, just go through what the Bible says about modesty and oftentimes modesty is just um, a like the aim is towards women but modesty is relevant to men and women as well. So I just wanted to talk about modesty from a biblical perspective but also in the modern world that we live in and how modesty can affect What you know, our experiences, or how it can affect different things, and why it's so important as a Christian to be modest. But I'm also going to expound on the fact that modesty is not merely outward, it is mainly inward. It's like an iceberg, if you've seen, like, um, The analogy of an iceberg and like the part above the surface you think it's so much you know so big but it's just a fraction of what like the actual size of the iceberg is and modesty is mainly heart position but what flows from that is an outward change of how we dress how we conduct ourselves how we speak but modesty begins in the heart and so with today's episode I want to go through a couple of scriptures that talk about modesty and then kind of expound from there. The first passage I'd like to read comes from Proverbs chapter thirty-one. Of course it does, um, which is one of my favorite chapters. But it's it's a good one, especially for women. Um, it's it's showing us and telling us what a wife of noble character is, what she looks like, what she does, the effects around her, and the. Um, The section I'm going to read comes from verses 25 and 26, which say, She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. When she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. One of the most important parts of modesty is where your heart is. That probably is the most important part, is your heart position. It's where you're coming from. What are your motives behind doing things? How do you speak towards people? And ultimately, the first step of modesty is a transformation of the heart. It only comes from the Holy Spirit. After acknowledging your sinful nature, after acknowledging that you need a Savior, after that point, the Lord will begin to transform your heart, transform your mind, but if we're coming to if we're thinking of modesty as this merely outward thing that we do we're missing the whole point because ultimately the outward parts of modesty are an inward reflection of the transformation that has occurred in our hearts through Jesus Christ and so in this passage in Proverbs it's saying this is um The title of this, like, big passage is The Wife of Noble Character, and it's saying that she, who is the wife of Noble Character, is clothed with strength and dignity. I love this connection here between the clothing, but also what is she clothed with? We can, of course, think of clothing as a physical thing, but in this passage, it's saying, like, this woman is dressed with strength and dignity. Like, she's literally wearing them. She's wearing them on her face and her heart. In the way that she relates to people, she's wearing strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. And when she speaks, her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. The way that we speak is also a reflection of our hearts, of our heart position, of what's going on internally. And when we speak, it shouldn't be with, you know, short-tempered, or it shouldn't be harsh, or it shouldn't be, you know, like, like, um... Unencouraging. It should be uplifting. It should be kind. It should be gentle. And I like how in this passage is saying her words are wise, and she gives instructions with kindness. So she is she's giving instruction, but it's not in a harsh way. It's not in a way that demeans. But it is in kindness. She is giving these instructions with a kind heart, with a kind tone, in a kind-hearted manner, which I think is very, very important for us to have and for us to do as well. The next passage that I'd like to read comes from 1 Peter, and this is um, chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. So let's deconstruct this passage for a second. So the beginning says, Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. This passage is not saying, like, don't care about your appearance. It's not at all what this is saying. It's not saying, forget how you look, don't get nice clothes, don't get nice jewelry, don't do your hair nice. That's not at all what this is saying, but it's saying, don't like be focused on that. Don't merely like, don't, don't let that be the focus of your day of everything you do is how you look in the mirror. How good is your makeup? How good is that wing tip? How good is your contour? How good is, are your braids? How good is that hair piece that you just put in or that headband? Or how good is that new necklace that you just got? It's not about the outward. It's not about focusing on that. And of course we should most definitely present ourselves well. I personally love fashion, so I like to look nice when I go out, when I'm at work. I like to dress in a nice outfit, and that's totally great, but I'm not focusing. That's not like my reason for living is looking good. That is not the reason. And so this beginning passage is saying, like, don't center everything on how you look, because that is fleeting. That is very, very fleeting. It says in Proverbs 31 also, um, charm is deceptive, but beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So that outward, it'll only be so good for so long. But what's the most important thing is what's in your heart because that will surpass the beauty that fades. The next section here says you should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within. The unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. So, yes, it's okay to, you know, look cute, dress nice, get your hair done, etc. Get your nails done, all that fun stuff, right? But don't focus on that. Don't let that be your reason for living. (laughs) And don't spend an insane amount of money on that either. Because once again, it's not your beauty is fleeting. It's the most important thing is from what comes within, which is the passage what i just read in the passage i just i just read to y'all and um what it says here is i love this it says the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is so precious to god so clothe yourself with this beauty that doesn't go away this unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is so precious to god god honors a gentle spirit. He honors someone who is gentle, kind, respectful. God sees that and he will honor it. And that is the true beauty that's within ourselves. And that beauty will of course radiate in our relationships and it will be shown as we interact with people. But this beauty is the most important. This is that beauty. This is the beauty that never goes away. This is the beauty that goes on forever until you know, and that beauty I think also surpasses death even with with legacy, with how people remember you, how people remember their interactions with you. it surpasses your death, which I think is so powerful. just thinking like, wow, like the fact that this inward beauty will surpass my lifetime. I think that's very, very special. And then the last section, which I also love, it says, this is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. I love this specifically because there are so many women, like women of old, the matriarchs of the Bible, we can think of like Sarah and Rachel. These women are described to be physically beautiful. Like their husbands basically fell in love at first sight and were like, "This woman is beautiful, I have to make her my wife," right?" But I love how it says, you know, it doesn't say even though they were beautiful outwardly, but I love how this, this passage specifically says, this is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. So yes, they were beautiful they were beautiful outwardly, they were physically appealing, they were easy on the eyes, but they weren't focused on that. The beauty that they were focused on was that inward beauty. And then it goes on to say they put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. So they had the quote-unquote hierarchy in the right place. Their priorities were in check when it comes to who they're looking towards for guidance, for direction, for um, leadership. So they put their trust in God and accept the authority of their husbands so they were they were reverent they're they were respectful and that was also something that made them beautiful as well so with any types of authority figures in your life, whether it's your husband, whether it's your pastor or even your boss, it's important to have respect. And of course, you know, human leaders make mistakes quite often, but it's important to handle things with grace. And of course, you need to stand up for yourself if you need to, if there's a situation where you need to stand up for yourself, but that doesn't mean that you're Really evil about it, you know. Like, of course, there's some moments when we need to be a bit more aggressive, but typically, a soft answer turns away wrath, which I think it says that in Proverbs. But once again, if you think about it, like, if there's an interaction or a, a fight or something or verbal altercation. Usually, the person who's quiet is, you know, comes out on top, and it's not just for coming out on top and seeming like you you want to win the argument, or you want to be the best, but just like being gentle and kind, and be in understanding, and being respectful, and not necessarily having to agree with someone, but being quiet in spirit, and not attacking the person, right? So I think that's another element of inward beauty. It's that gentleness, that kindness, that respect, and that reverence for authority figures. And the last passage I'd like to read comes from 1 Timothy 2, verses 9 and 10. And it says, and I want the women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes. For women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. You could say obviously the same thing about men too. Um, Wearing decent and appropriate clothing, not drawing attention. Um, and not trying to be extra or flashy, um but once again, that attraction also comes from the good things that they do, so your the good works that you do, being kind, coming from a good place in your heart adds to that attraction because attraction isn't merely physical, it also has to do with the persona and you know things like that but I think this is really important because a lot of the beginning says that they should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fixed their hair or wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothing. So I think that this is kind of, it's, it's kind of cool, but it's, um, it's also important because essentially it's like, just don't be flashy. Don't try to draw attention to yourself. Don't try to stick out like a sore thumb just so everybody can look at you and think that you're all that. Like, no, that is not the heart of modesty. The heart of modesty is humility, kindness, gentleness, respect, and also love for others as well. So in being flashy, in being extra, that is not the heart of modesty at all. It's the heart of immodesty. And then the last part of this Passage says, For women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. The good things you do also can contain um the things that you say, the way you interact with people. That is such an important piece. Once again, like the most important piece of modesty is your heart position, is your intentions behind what you're doing. Why are you dressing like this? Why are you speaking like this, etc? These things will reflect they should (laughs) reflect your heart position. But if we are looking, you know, at modesty as merely an outward thing, We're not thinking about it from the right perspective. And of course, people need guidance and inspiration and help with dressing modestly. But if we are just looking at modestly as just clothing, we're missing the point. We're missing the the fact that our hearts need to be in the right position and that ultimately the way we dress, the way we conduct ourselves, the way we speak, the way we act, that will be affected by our heart position. And so it's really important to remember when you're putting clothing on at the beginning of the day, remember why you're dressing the way you're dressing and reflect, take a moment to reflect and examine your heart and even ask the Lord like, Lord, you know, help me dress in a way that pleases you or help me see in my heart, like show me the things that you need to transform in my heart and help me come from the right place. Like I want to be transformed. We're not just doing this so that we can seem like good Christians. That's not why it's so that we can show the world Jesus. And as I was mentioning earlier and the things we do, the way we interact with people that is showing, you know, ultimately who you serve, the way that you act and the way that you talk. And ultimately, the way that you dress as well. The way that you are, the way you conduct yourself, shows who you serve. If you are rude and destructive in your words and short-tempered, that's showing that you may serve, I don't know, an idol or a self-image of some sort, but not God because that is not his heart. That's not his character. And if you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind by the Lord, Then the fruit of the Spirit will become evident in your life and they will flow out of your heart and ultimately flow into every other aspect of your life. But it starts in the heart, it starts from within. A lot of times, modesty is also aimed at just women. And while the Bible mainly speaks about modesty towards women, It is also very, very much and equally applicable to men. Now, in our current age, right, um, especially like dating apps, if you use dating apps, you'll know what I'm talking about. Or even if you have Insta, you know, it's just kind of a thing. But, you know, a lot of people like to show more skin. And that gets likes, that gets attention, that gets monetization, like it's gonna get some some like some attention some clicks and those likes are like little boosts of dopamine and although it feels good in the moment it's instant gratification that is ultimately not the right place you should be looking for love and validation i understand that most people who show a lot of skin are not necessarily serving the lord um it doesn't mean that they're not some people they have their own journeys but if you're, like, showing skin, a lot of the times you know why you're doing that, and it's not for the right reasons. So it can be for men if you're, like, doing a bunch of, like, shirtless pictures, um, low-cut stuff, like like your pants are low-cut, things like that. Um, or if you're a woman and if you're showing a bunch of cleavage and, you know, you got some nice curves and you want to accentuate them while you're on the beach, if you know what I'm saying, we're not coming from the right place because the reason you're doing that is not to please the Lord. It's not to, to um, promote a Bible study. (laughs) It is to advertise your body. It's to sexualize yourself ultimately. And both men and women do that. And we can see in the age of social media, how, how often people do that all the time. And so modesty is for everyone. It's for men and women. It's not just for women. It's for all of us. It's for all of us because ultimately we are all children of God, and in that transformation of your heart should come that outward modesty the outward the way that you dress, the way that you talk, the way that you walk, the way that you speak to people. These things will be a reflection of your heart, of the transformation that has occurred because of how Jesus has changed you because of the things he's doing because of the sanctification that's going on within you. So ultimately modesty is not just about clothes. It's not just about how loose your pants are or how long your skirt is or how high cut your shirt is and a lot of times we can try to like say certain like blanket rules and i think that's not the way we should approach it at all because every person has their own conviction some women they feel perfectly fine in jeans, other do not, and some guys feel fine wearing a certain type of shirt, others do not. And so I think a really like important aspect of modesty is tuning into the Holy Spirit and asking him to reveal to you and show you things that may be idols or to show you things that may be coming from the wrong place, even if you don't know, because sometimes things can come from the wrong place. And you're not even sure about what, you know, you're not even sure what that place is. But it's important to ask the Lord to give you guidance and wisdom in the way that you dress, because sometimes we're not even aware of why we're doing things. We may be doing things because, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's this. But there may be something underlying there, like in the thought in the back of our head or, you know, a feeling, like a gut feeling that we're just trying to suppress. That maybe the Lord's speaking to you like, hey, like, I know this is a nice outfit, but... It's causing you to think this way or it's causing you to view yourself this way or it's causing you to portray yourself in another way. So it's important to consult the Holy Spirit about what you are wearing um, because some convictions are valid for some people others are not so valid and it wouldn't make sense to tell someone to not wear that because it doesn't cause them to stumble or it doesn't cause them thoughts of idolatry it doesn't cause them, or it doesn't cause them to have thoughts of idolatry or it doesn't cause them to feel a certain way so it's really really important when talking about modesty to consult the holy spirit but ultimately modesty is for everyone and it is a heart issue it begins internally it begins within and it is ultimately the way that you dress is a reflection of the transformation that has occurred in your heart this is not (laughs) this does not mean that you should judge people if they are going through a journey um even some people have different seasons where they can't wear something and then they can start wearing it in a different season. But it doesn't mean that you should judge people because you assume that they're, you know, in a certain place because they wear something that may not be the case at all. A lot of times, especially if there's like people who are may- maybe new to church, um they may wear something that may not be appropriate to church people like like who have been in church forever, but like for example you never know like that could be like the only nice outfit they have and they just want to bring like wear something nice to church like you never know where people are coming from so it's important not to judge people um for what they're wearing for what they're you know what they how they um how they show themselves outwardly but it's important to approach with grace and love and pray ultimately that the lord works in their heart as well and to just be kind um towards them obviously even people that are not christian just be kind be kind your kindness will speak for itself the way that you react interact with people just your persona your aura will ultimately like that'll that'll reveal who you serve as i mentioned earlier I don't know what your journey is. I don't know your backgrounds. I don't know if you have certain issues with, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your heart, but the Lord does. And he has so much grace and mercy for you. And he wants to transform you. And he doesn't want you to force you to do a certain thing because it's the quote unquote right thing to do or the right thing to wear. But ultimately, he loves you and he wants to comfort you and just shower you in his grace and love and sometimes his direction feels painful but it's for it's for our good. And so if that means that you need to pray before you get dressed in the morning to ask the Lord what you should wear, do that. It's I mean it's your journey. That may not be what it is for you, but I'm just giving an example. But it's important that everything that we do that we come from The standpoint of wanting to honor the Lord. So, in the way that you dress, in the way that you talk, in the way that you eat like what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, which is a temple, how you're clothing your temple, right? It's important to remember like, I am not my own. I was bought with a price. And I have been saved and redeemed by Jesus Christ. And I just want to love and serve him and honor him with my actions. And so it's important to remember why you're doing what you're doing, whether that's, you know, a random activity you like to do or how you interact with people. It's important to remember the reason why behind these things. And it's also to, important to remember that even though you may think there's a particular way that you should look, that ultimately what God says is final what god says is the most wise and it's important to take his wisdom because he knows what he's talking about but it's important also to gain insight from him because he knows the depths of your heart he knows the things that you're dealing with in your personal life and he knows those things that can trigger you or the things that can you know you never know just those little nooks and crannies in your heart god knows every single one of those and he loves you and he wants you to enjoy your life and he wants you to have joy and he wants you to also show the world who he is and we do that through how we walk how we talk also how we dress as well so as you know as important as modesty is outwardly it's more important to take a look at your heart and see what's going on inside of your heart ultimately um those all of those things may raise questions, which is a good thing. Um, in my personal experience, when I have been surrounded by people who don't have the same background as me in regards to church, um, I've been asked a lot of questions about why I dress the way I dress. Um, and it's a really great way to open that conversation. And I don't dress that way just because I'm like, oh, I wanna seem like I'm a holy person. That's not at all why I'm dressing that way. But it's just the way that I feel like the Lord is leading me to dress and how I can be like a witness in that way. and ultimately people you know like, why do you dress like this or you know, why do you act like this or how do you talk like this? And you know those are great ways to be a witness um, and it's it's so much I don't know for me, I am introverted, so I'm not like a person that'll like start like walk too stranger and be like hi do you know jesus also they'll probably run away that's probably not the best way to approach um showing jesus and sharing him sharing the gospel but ultimately those things you do the way that you act and you know your actions the way you dress those things will raise questions and that is a great way to be a witness to who jesus is so that is all for today's episode. Um, I may touch on modesty again just because there are so many specifics I could go into, but I kind of just wanted to talk about it from a little bit of a broad perspective and bring in a couple of thoughts about it because it's really, really important, especially in this world of Instagram and BBLs and plastic surgery and you know, instant gratification and dating apps and everything where like physical is everything, 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 everything. I feel like in this time more than ever, modesty is really, really, you know, it'll, it'll impact a bit more just because there's such a lack of covering of the skin these days (laughs) that if you do cover up, you're going to, people are going to start wondering. Um, And it's, you know, once again, we don't cover up just because we want to seem holy, but because it's the way that the Lord is convicting our hearts and honoring him with our bodies. But modesty is a very beautiful thing, a very important thing, but it's super, super imperative that we remember the reason why we do what we do and that ultimately it is a heart position. It's a heart issue. Modesty is a heart issue issue and if you are dressing the way that you're dressing because you feel like it's what you're supposed to do that's not the right reason that's not the right motivation but do the things that you do because you want to honor the lord because he's shown you what he you know desires you to do because he's you know inspired you because he's led you to something then that's the right way to approach modesty I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you know anyone who could use this message, feel free to send it their way. Um, I appreciate y'all so much for listening to another episode. I hope y'all have a wonderful week and I will talk to y'all next Tuesday. Ciao.